Hey mom friends, welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, a verbal platform where we encourage and empower moms by speaking on all things postpartum so that you are not alone. We hear you, sis, and we understand. I'm your host, Allison Nick, and today we are in another session of Mommy Bible Study, and I was encouraged to share this chapter um, after some events that happened in my life, and I'm truly excited to get into into this next session of Bible study with y'all where it is titled you are enough so I'm excited to get into that um, but also we are going to shout out our kid raising our milk glass to Corey Goff and I will talk more about her in just a second but let's go ahead and get this episode started Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. <laughs> and Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. So the month of July is dedicated to single moms. God really placed it on my heart to do a series dedicated to single moms. So this month, our series is titled Single Mom Slay. And I was going to title it something different, but this really popped in my head. And I was like, yes. (laughs) And not saying that all moms don't slay because they do, but single moms slay. Bam. So this um, is going to be part one. We have four more parts coming up talking to different single moms in different parts of their lives um, and different accomplishments and we're going to be talking with them and seeing what they have gone through what they're going through and I'm even asking a little bit of controversial questions as well just to really um, dig into single momhood it's something that came up at my first mommy release party and it's really just been on my heart and so I really just want to dive back into single moms and just really just give a huge shout out to them because we know that it's hard and we know that it takes a lot of time, a lot of dedication, and we support you, sis. So y'all continue listening to our series for the month of July, Single Mom Slay. Okay, so first we are going to give a big shout out to Corey Goff. Now, Corey Goff is a 15-year-old. 15, that means she's the youngest to enter Wimbledon. She's a 15-year-old who just beat Venus Williams yesterday. Or is it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. She beat her yesterday in in day one of Wimbledon. Um, She was born in 2004. I think it's just crazy to (laughs) even talk about kids being born in like the 2000s. Um, in Atlanta, Georgia, her mom was a hurdler, award-winning dancer, a gymnast, and her dad played Georgia State University. Um, this is all brought to you, by the way, by Yahoo Sports. 
Um, she already made history by becoming the youngest player in the open era to enter the main draw at Wimbledon and further enhanced her rapidly growing reputation by taking out the former number one and five-time Wimbledon winner, speaking of Venus um, Williams. She has just done some phenomenal things. But what I really loved is her confidence after she won the match, um, how she was, she had stated I wasn't surprised that I won. I was just overwhelmed at the end. I never played on a court that big, and the crowd was really wild. I was just surprised that the crowd was cheering me on. This kind of goes into our Bible study today. Whenever you believe that what God has given you, um, that God has blessed you, you do not have to be um, validated by man. But she was, but I do love, she was like, I'm just surprised they were cheering me on because she was playing Venus. Like, hello, but I don't blame her because it's like, I'm just this little kid walking into this arena and it's just so big, but she believed in herself so much. So I just love that statement at the end that she believed in herself that she was like, I'm not surprised that I, that I won. So that's awesome. She's going to continue on in her second round match um, on Wednesday, but we just wanted to congratulate her, and we know she's going to do great things. Okay, you guys. So on our second round of Mommy Bible Study, it is titled, You Are Enough. And we're coming from Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. Um, But first, I want to recap my weekend. If y'all were in the Dallas area, you may have heard an event called God is My CEO. And it is put on by two ladies, Tatum Tamia, who has a podcast called the Blessed and Bossed Up Podcast, and Kavaya, who has an app called She Who Was Called. And I'll put links to both of those resources in the bio as well, because they're phenomenal. But God had been really tugging at my heart to go to this event. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I mean, you know, God, I'm trying to be real frugal with this money. <laughs> I'm really trying to be frugal. And he just kept pulling, kept pulling. I was like, okay, fine, I'll buy a ticket. I bought a ticket. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting something big. I can tell you that. Um, and not only in business, because the title, God is my CEO, comes from saying that God is a CEO over my business. And that you cannot run a business successfully unless God is the head of it, just like he's the head in your life, the head of your marriage, so on and so forth. Um, But I also got some personal blessings as well. The woman spoke on, so Kavaya, let me first say, Kavaya spoke, her messages, her message spoke of seeing the wrong reality, where we have to look at our life journey through God's eyes. So instead of complaining that, um, you know, the water wasn't hot today. I know it's a big deal. But instead of complaining about that, look at it and say, but I still have a roof over my head. I still have a house. Um, looking at things through God's perception. So and ultimately looking at the bigger picture and looking where it will put you in the end. Um, Tatum, she brought the word and she spoke about supernatural delivery and being in agreement with God. Um, obeying the season that we're in for God's timing and power, staying alive and pushing out greatness, literally going through the delivery process or even the labor process of what women go through and explaining it and how God puts everything together on his time. And now we have to just believe in the season that he has us in. I'm going to tell you all a little bit more, my personal story later about 
how that connects. So I'm really excited. Um, but my favorite part of the God is my CEO tour is never they had three ladies. They had another lady named Kristen come up. She has a business called Dangers of the Mind. Y'all, she's bomb. <laughs> she's so bomb. They all did like an interview, like a Q&A portion. And so they did this Q&A portion and they spoke on things like the devil will break you down when you're doing God's will. Um, how other souls are depending on your obedience right now. How to fight, like reading your Bible, being consistent, and working on that business or that project that God gave you, that God truly blessed you with. And then remembering your name, which means remembering your purpose. But, <clears throat> like I said, it was just a really great experience. If y'all were there, please hit me up <laughs> and let me know if y'all enjoyed it as well. It was just one of those things where, like I said, not only did I take something back from it business-wise, but I took it back within me personally as well. Um, I, I'm i not going to share too much right now, but I was just truly blessed by those three ladies and the experience, and it gave me fuel to the fire. And I had been praying about God to give me a fire to learning more about him. And to do more of his will. And this definitely added some fuel to that fire. Okay. So let's get into Bible study today. Like I said, it's titled You Are Enough over Galatians. And so last week with this little part-time job I gig, I get to work in some pretty um, nice events. And one of them was the J-Lo concert last week. It was um, It's My Party. She had uh, at the AAC last week. So... Not only did I get to jam out to J-Lo, although I didn't see the concert, I could jam out to it, and that was enough for me, because y'all know, um, Jenny from the block, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got, I am still, still Jenny from the block. <laughs> it's like, I love that song since it first came out, that was my jam, but the title, You Are Enough, you know, one of the movies that she has done was called Enough. And it was really about her overcoming her situation dealing with domestic um, violence and essentially, um, you know, fighting back. And although, you know, her fight turned into a different situation, she was fighting back for her life. And sometimes we have to take control of our lives. We have to take back control of what the world may say. But you're okay, but it's all right. But we have to take that power back and say, but I want to change for xyz but i want to do better for xyz and that's okay um also galatians 1 so my friend moni and i shout out to moni uh, we are reading galatians right now and chapter one we are we're on chapter four but chapter one has stuck with me so hard i just had to come back and talk about it because there are so many things in here that really relates to every person in what they're going through. Okay, so when I started Mommy's Making Moves, I remember thinking, what kind of school do I need? Do I need a certain education to really move and touch these people? Are they going to be looking for a certain type of education or certification or something? Um, I know that I need more to move forward for what God has called me to do. So starting at in verse 11, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that the gospel message I preach is not based on mere human reasoning. 
verse 12, I received my message from no human source and no one taught me. Instead, I received it by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. When God gives us our purpose, he qualifies us. There's no degree, no education, no man-made thing or man-made mindset that we have to depend on. Once God says it and gives it to us, that's it. (laughs) Once God says, hey, I called you to do this, and we start walking in that, there is no, let me go get a certification, let me go get a degree, let me go do that. Not saying that um, everything that he calls you to do may not require that, but I'm just speaking from my personal experience. I was looking for that. I was looking to go get the MBA. I was looking to go get my life coach certification. And God had to come, really come knock on my head because I can be very stubborn and say, but I called you to be capable. I told you you were capable of doing this because I was just like, God, you, you want me to do what? You want me to, And although I am a mom, it's like, you want me to talk about what, God? I, I don't think I'm qualified. And he's like, well, I had you go through certain things for a reason. I had you go through that postpartum depression for a reason. For months. For a reason. Um, so just like motherhood, there's no manual, right? There's no... <laughs> whenever that baby pops out, it don't pop out with a booklet. <laughs> it pops out screaming, crying, pooping, peeing, ready to eat, ready to rest, Um, and we just have to adjust to the baby. God will impregnate you with a blessing because he knows that this life will enhance and empower you to do things you never thought you could or would do. You know, whenever they say you tell God your plan and God laughs at you, God, that's because God already has a plan that he is over your life. He already has a plan over your life and he knows that this plan can give you the ultimate dot 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 that you need in your life whatever if, whether that's money whether that's freedom whether that's in anything honestly peace he has this life plan for your life and all we have to do is follow him and although that sounds ever so easy um we just have to follow him daily and it takes the dedication it takes the consistency i'm um, going back to the goddess my ceo toward they speak of it takes all of those things Because God is going to be constantly testing us. And then the world is constantly testing us. The devil uses other people in our lives. Uses other situations that we can come across. He tests us. Okay, excuse me. A lot of women that I interview on this podcast. Say motherhood gave them this strength. And this confidence that they never had before. I can personally say that whenever I was pregnant. That was the most confident I had really ever been in my life like yo I got this baby bump and you gonna take it like you gonna accept it in this body kind dress (laughs) you gonna accept it in this bikini you gonna take it because I'm carrying a whole life okay I'm creating phalanges and whatnot okay so you won't take this whole thing (laughs) um but yeah a lot of women that I interview on this podcast they say that there's this strength there's this confidence because of what you are carrying and what you're creating and then what you have to stand up for. You have to stand up for your kid for a very long time because they don't know the right words to say. They don't know they're being taken advantage of or they're being bullied or whatever. You have to take up for them for a very long time. 
I don't know if y'all seen the movie Sisters with um, Tina Fey and, oh, I forget that lady's name. But at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, ma'am, yeah, can you calm down, please? Thank you. At the end of this movie, um, one of the sisters is a mom, and her teenager gets caught in this um, sinkhole in the backyard. It's a long story. Y'all got to watch the movie. I'm not going to explain it, <laughs> but there's a sinkhole. Um, and throughout the movie, this, this mom of the teenager has been displayed as, um, you know, not very attentive, kind of doing her own thing. Oh yeah, I got a daughter, but you know, we're like best friends, yada, yada, yada. But whenever her daughter is in trouble, she literally jumps into action. She jumps into the sinkhole to rescue her daughter. Um, that's a little, it's a little off (laughs) from what I'm saying, but what I'm trying to say is that, um, God places things in us that we may not feel is right or that we are not qualified for. But God says, I qualified you and no man can take that away. No man can take away you, you know, oh, how you're raising your kid. Oh, I'm a mom, but there's, there's not a right way to be a mom because every kid is different. There's not a wrong way to be a mom because like I said, every kid is different. Every situation and circumstance is different. But as long as you're doing your best and long as you're doing what God calls you to do, that's all we can really ask for. Okay, I'm going to skip a couple of verses, but I'm going to go to verse 15 through 17. And if y'all haven't heard, somebody is awake. <laughs> my assistant is awake. But she's all up in my area. Yeah, girl. Okay, we're going to read 15 through 17. But even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus and the Gentiles. When this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. Instead, I went away into Arabia, and later I returned to the city of Damascus. Okay, so if y'all haven't heard it, Paul, who was the author of Galatians, Paul was not here for that nonsense, okay? (laughs) He was not here for the BS, but he said, I'm here from God. A lot of times when we are doing something new or starting something off, or embarking on a new adventure, we always want the validation or to consult in other people. It's human nature to have other people's opinion or approval because most of us, <coughs> by nature, oh, okay, you saying you go <laughs> because most of us want other people's approval. It's just human nature. I don't know if y'all watch Say Yes to the Dress. Okay, but y'all know the bride-to-be, she puts on a dress in the dressing room, and she loves it. She's almost crying whenever she comes out all proud. She shows her entourage, and they break her down to pieces. Girl, why you like that dress? I don't see why you like that. This material is not cute. Why I got a bow on the back? Like, they... (laughs) They will break her down. And now she's like, well, maybe this is not such a great dress. Maybe this is maybe I don't like it. Maybe this is not the dress for me. But five minutes ago, she was saying, this is it. I'm getting married. I'm walking down the aisle in this dress. But people will break you down. And this is 
something else they brought up in the God is my CEO tour is moving in silence. When God gives you something to do, we can't go out and tell everyone what we're doing because other people can kill what God has sent us to do. We're excited to be hearing from God and doing his will, but then best friend, best, see, I'm a mom, breast milk, so sorry, but then best friend, I almost did it again, over here starts putting the doubts back into our mind. And nowadays, social media is consistently comparing ourselves and we don't even realize it. We're consistently comparing ourselves. Her pictures are so pretty. She's so successful. Her shoes are so nice. Her clothes. Oh, my gosh. She's traveling. Y'all, most of these people are 30,000 a year millionaires. They are putting on a facade on what kind of life they're living. And, you know, like the saying goes, people be fronting from the gram. Like, she had a beach. Nah, she in some sandlot <laughs> with a swimsuit on and some sunglasses. And somebody came and took her picture. She ain't in no beach. Like, what you mean? <laughs> but Paul did not look for worldly satisfaction. He looked only to serve God. And once again, this is going back into God putting something in your heart. This goes back to motherhood. A lot of times people will try to break us down and people will try to say we're not doing something right. But like I said, every situation is different. We will not have to have the approval of man to move forward with what God has given us. Literally birthed into our, sorry, literally placed into our wombs. We can't listen to other people because other people don't know our business. Okay nor do they need to know our business. And going back, I'm actually going to go back a little bit. In verse 10, it reads, Obviously, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Many times in our lives, we look for others' approval because of the value they hold in our lives. Our parents, our siblings, best friends, we look for those whenever we're embarking on something big. When I left my job in March, my parents were shook, y'all. Like, my dad was like, you're leaving. Like, what are you going to go do? My husband was mad at me. Um, it hurt, honestly, to hear some of the things that they said to me. But I knew that I had to follow in what God told me to do. I knew that I had to keep telling myself that I'm doing what God has been asking me because God told me before 2019 even started that I was not supposed to go back to that job. Like I had told some people, bye, <laughs> you're not going to see me no more. But um, that wasn't that's I wasn't listening. And I finally did left to truly follow him and go down this journey. OK. Now we're going to skip back forward to verse 18. Then three years later, three years later, I went to Jerusalem to get to know Peter and I stayed with him for 15 days. This is what is called the quiet season or the waiting season as the CEO ladies refer to the God is my CEO ladies referred to as there is always a time of preparation that God puts us in to strengthen our minds, excuse me, our knowledge and our purpose, where he can also isolate you. For moms, it's pregnancy. That gestation period is to give you time to prepare for the baby and delivery and allows your 
body time to develop this being inside of you. Quick plug, if you did not listen to my labor and delivery <laughs> episode, that was last week. So after this one, go tune into that. Okay, getting back on track. Um, inside of you, those nine months are for a reason. Nine is the number that means fulfillment, self-examination, serve humanity, soul mission, spiritual enlightenment. Everything we go through in pregnancy is for a reason. God is literally having us prepare mentally, physically, um, setting things up in our house, our environment. He's literally having us go through all this so we can prepare for this baby. And we know that if the baby comes early, there are complications. So if everything is right on time with these nine months, a baby is doing nine months for a reason. An elephant goes through pregnancy for 22 months. They're really in preparation for this thing because they're not just putting out some little, you know, one pound puppy. They're delivering a majestic beast being into this world. And their body has to go through a longer process, just like our body has to go through a longer process than a pig or a kitten, a kitten, a cat or a dog have to go through to birth animals because we're putting we have to put more time into this. Because what we're putting out is something that can't just be replicated in two months. Something that can't just be replicated just right on the dime. We're putting out beings and people that can make changes into this world and that can go forth and really impact other people. That's why whenever we say that God is gives you something, he's giving you something that so that you can affect other people's lives and other people's souls. You are literally saving souls whenever you say, God, I choose to follow you. God, I choose to wake up in the morning and do your will. God, you said you want me to leave this job. I'm going to do it. You said you want me to go forth and do these domestic these majestic things, I'll do it. It sounds crazy to me. I never saw myself living that life. I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know people were capable of doing these things. But because God told you to do this, and he said, I gave you the power. I gave you everything that you need. All I need you to do is to believe in me that I chose you to go forward. I don't know where that came from, but somebody heard it. Okay. It it affected somebody. But once again, going back, I try to key everything that we're talking back into motherhood. But obviously, this message can be for anybody. God gave us these little human beings so that we can go forward and we can really change lives. We can change the lives that's coming into this world so that they can impact other people. Okay, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. We're going to talk about the change right now. So verses 21 through 24. After that visit, I went north to the the provinces of Syria and Cilicia. And still the Christians in the churches in Judea did not know me personally. All they knew was that people. You're okay. All they knew was what people were saying. The one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And they praise God because of me. When you follow God's will and continue to be a consistent steward, people will see the change. Because you dropped this worldly life and surrendered yourself to God, 
The people he called you to impact will start to bless God because of you. As Tatum said from the conference, and as she also says on her podcast, we got work to do, sis. (laughs) Yo, we got work to do. We have things to go forth and to produce. Ma'am, ma'am, you're okay. And this line speaks to everyone, whether you are the stay-at-home mom, hottie, the corporate mommy beauty, or you're someone in the waiting season of your life. God has everything you need to be the best version of yourself. Do not doubt God's timing. God's timing can be, like we just said, the waiting season. God's timing can be whenever you walk into a room that you do not believe you were capable of being of, and people already know your name. I can't wait for that day. I can't wait for somebody to say, hey, Allison, we've been waiting for you. God, what? (laughs) I can't wait for that day. But there is a change that happens, whether you're a mom, whether you are a daughter, whether you're a cousin, anything. There is a change that happens in our lives. I hope y'all can still hear me. I'm so sorry. There is a change that happens in our lives that God puts us through. And like I'm going back to the number nine. I want to keep talking about that. It talks about the self-fulfillment. It talks about the self-examination that God puts us through. Because whenever we become moms, we go through that, right? How we're raising our kid. Um, how I'm sorry, how our parents raised us. Is that how we want to raise our kids? Is there something that we want to change? Is there something that we want to take from that and improve? Is there something like, well, that was just fine, honestly. Um, and then we look at ourselves. I think that's the biggest thing. Of So JoJo is now two and a half. He'll be three in November. That's the biggest thing for me as a mom is looking at how he acts and me saying, do I act like that? Does he get that from me? Did he get that some? Did he get that from daycare? Or is that me? Um, I mean, I know all kids go through this, but he was fighting at school. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because whenever I pop him, sometimes I use my hand. I don't, you know, go get like a little wooden spoon and just tap him on the leg or something. Sometimes I use my hand. And I was saying, man, is he fighting because I'm using my hand, which is supposed to be used for love, as a quote unquote weapon, as a punishment? Is that why he's doing that? Once again, I know kids, they do this at daycare. I know it's I know it's normal. He's not a biter. So praise God for that. But (laughs) but I really had I really had to do some self-examination on even how I discipline him. Um, And then just how I act around him, because y'all know kids are sponges and they're mimickers. They mimic the mess out of us. And although it can be very annoying, (laughs) um, it gives you a self-reflection. It says, oh, I should probably improve this. Anywho, that is all God gave me for this lesson today. I hope that this truly helps you to walk into what you're called to do. Mom, sis, mom, friend, best friend, you are capable of doing what God calls you to do. And if you are pregnant right now, God gave you this baby for a reason. Um, I always tell God, like, look, I'm I'm really surrendering to you because I don't want to get pregnant no more. <laughs> with Joseph, um, the day I said I was going to be an entrepreneur is the day I found out I was pregnant with him. 
And God told me that I gave you your son so that you would continue down this journey so you would not give up. With Gemma, God had been told, telling me three years prior, before I started Mommy's Making Moves, that I want you to work with moms, but I didn't listen. And I believe that he gave me Gemma and be like, all right, you got two kids now. Now do you feel like you're qualified to go talk to moms? It's like, oh, <laughs> like this is what I really called you to do. You're going to listen to me. So that was another thing. I was like, I'm really going to surrender to you, God, because I, I really don't need you telling me through pregnancies um, what you need me to do. <laughs> I'd rather you just come talk to me one-on-one, you know, the phone line. I'd rather just have that, have that relationship. Um, So don't think that God is giving you this baby um, not for a reason. Don't think that this baby is a mistake or what you did was a mistake because I went through that as well. I felt like not that the, not that the baby was a mistake, but my actions got me to this place. And now my life is forever changed. And why did I put myself in this situation? And although sometimes we do mess up, God gives us everything for a reason. And God implants things literally into ourselves, literally for a reason. And I promise you that reason is to better yourself. You will realize being a mom, how much of a hustler. I just posted this last night, how much of a hustler you are. I promise you, whenever you become a mom, you're like, I did not know I could do certain things. I did not realize I had this strength inside of me. Y'all, us moms, we're, we're phenomenal. We are amazing beings. My husband tells me all the time how much he just even just loves me for giving him our kids. He's like, I, I couldn't have pushed them out. <laughs> I couldn't have done what you did. Um, so just remember, moms, we're phenomenal. Okay, we're great beings and that we are enough. You are enough, mom friends. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Um, oh, by the way, if you're, thank you for still listening to the end. Um, this is our mommy Bible study, getting us ready for a series that God placed on my heart called single mom slay. And this is the Bible study. And I have four episodes for the whole month of July coming. Uh, We're talking to single moms in different corporate entrepreneur, different states of their lives and what they are doing, um, how they're getting through it, how they're moving forward all these great things. And I'm even asking a little bit of controversial questions as well, because I want to hear an answer from a single mom. But I really hope y'all just tune in more to this series. So this is just our mommy Bible study, getting that series started. You are enough. And this is for all moms. You're enough. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends, and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. Um, Like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, Thank you again for listening, and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode.